Have you had much fun together lately? It's easy to underestimate the powerful feel for your marriage that fun and recreation time together can bring. You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to keep you encouraged and equipped on the growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen. So let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. Today's conversation is all about putting some intention and planning into fun and recreation as a couple. I hope you enjoy the discussion. Joined once again on the phone, Vaynant Jacobs from Family Life Fit New Zealand. Welcome back to the show. Kia ora. Good morning. Kia ora, Kat. Kia ora, Tom. How's it going? Very well, thank you. Now, I was actually thinking about some of the incredible coaching and resources that Family Life have over the weekend because my husband and I actually had a date time. Well, I, I was going to say date night, date day, but we had some time together and we had some difficult conversations, but we also had some fun together. We went and saw a movie. Now, we spend a lot of time talking about the serious issues, you know, mm. in relationships and how to do marriage well. But what about the lighter side of life, like fun and recreation? Like how important do you think this is to a relationship, Vainant? Oh, yes. Good on you, first of all, Kat, that uh, you guys are prioritizing those date nights. And, you know, we want to get those serious conversations um, uh, on the priority list and have them, right, because they Mm. help our relationship move forward. Um, but equally important, uh, I wouldn't say if if not more, but potentially if not more, is the fun and recreational side. Because if you think about it, that's often the way our relationships start, right? It's uh, in the dating time, in the you know dating phase when we get to know one another, we do fun things together. You know, can you even remember that time when you were you would spend time thinking about how you could. Um, come up with some fun thing or some fun excuse to do something together and spend time with this other person. You know, I'm going Mm. back to those early days. But it's interesting the definition um, I found, one of the definitions in the Miriam uh, Dictionary, it says, it says that the word recreation comes from, um, you know, if you even look at that word recreate, um, and some of the words they use to describe it as spiritual refreshment, amusement, and listen to this, new birth. So, you know, there's fundamentally something important to us as human beings that happens in recreational time. Some might write it off as just a waste of time or non-productive time. But in fact, um, prioritizing fun and recreation, uh, it leads to sort of, you know, new birth. And it's a deep-rooted sociological uh, need for us as human beings. Yeah, that's, um, well, look, when you think about marriage, we often talk about seasons. And the other thing is uh, we we all end up living in the mundane of day-to-day life. So I guess as we as we look at this journey of marriage and uh, the relationship that we have with our spouse, what happens when, when one or both spouses become deprived or deprive themselves from, from having fun and I guess get themselves, uh, would it be fair to say, into a bit of a rut maybe? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, lots of seasons in marriage can actually be described or categorized as a bit of a rut if you're not intentional about, you know, filling your relationship and filling your life with joy. 
um, you know, especially when you've got a young young family, it's it's so easy to just be, um, you know, grinding through all your responsibilities and not prioritize having fun together, you know, having that recreation time. Do you think uh, it's fair to say that a certain amount of that you can write off and go, look, this year with a newborn is just going to be hard, but we know that it's going to get better? There are those seasons. There are those seasons where, you know, the fun side, you know, the the things we do, like we won't go on a skiing holiday maybe <laughs> with the newborn, <laughs> um, you know, but it's still crucially important that you find those pockets of fun and recreation because ultimately recreation makes us more resilient, right? Uh, two scriptures that actually come to mind is the one that talks about the joy of the Lord is my strength, right? And, um, you know, the strength is actually found in joy. So if I'm depleting all my joy stores um, by only giving, giving, giving because of the season of life, and I'm not finding those moments and those spaces of putting back uh, through recreation and fun, uh, I'm actually... Uh, less capable of coping with the demands of my time. Another scripture, and you know, there's been a lot of people talking about sickness and sniffles and whatnot. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think it was, I might be wrong on this, but either Proverbs or Psalms, but I think it's Proverbs that says, cheerful heart is like medicine, you know, a cheerful heart. Uh, so it's it's crucially important that we actually prioritize fun and recreation. There's a book um where it talks about this importance of joy. Uh, it's actually called A Return to Joy by Jim Wilder. Um, but he talks about what is it like me to be right now? In other words, how will the best version of me show up in this situation? And, you know, joy helps us to be our best selves. And if we're deprived of it, we tend to be less resilient. We don't handle stress well. And we often become, you know, resentful to the people in our lives who we sacrifice for. And that's true if you're married and even more true if you're raising a family. Yeah, and I love that reference to, uh, you're right, it was a proverb, Proverbs 17, 22. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So I guess we can say that fun and recreation are really important elements of our personal and relational well-being. How can someone, maybe listening right now, who's struggling with this, how can they take some practical steps to really prioritise this area? Yeah, yeah. look, there's always practical steps and it always starts with a decision that you want to prioritise it. Uh, so for those thinking that they want to look at this, uh, I'd say do a fun audit. <laughs> you know, think about what percentage of your week involves involves some fun or recreational activity? I have to say those two words are like paradoxical, fun and audit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But but hey, hey, bear, bear with me for a second, you know. So, um, you know, every, th- every good thing starts with a plan. Like, you know, even, even the best holidays. Uh, I heard a study once that said um, people actually find more joy in planning their holiday than they do the actual holiday sometimes, you know, um, because they would be planning this for months and months and months. And right. the joy found in planning the, the getaway, uh, you know, is actually a, a big part of the whole experience, um, that anticipation of something that we're going to do together. Um, but that aside, you know, if you think about doing a joy audit, uh, think about how much time do you actually spend on that in the week, fun or recreation. And then you want to also go, okay, so of that fun, how much of that do we do together? How much do we do individually? 
how much do we do with friends? How much do we do with family? How much is spent online? So if you actually look at those five areas together, individually, with friends, with family, or online, um, you'd probably be surprised. Uh, you know, I think for many of us, uh, we live in an age where it's so easy to just go online when we have a space, mm. when we have a gap. And that's not always um, very healthy. So if you look at that balance, you can also say, okay, what do I want that to look like? And then the next step from there, very practical, is you know, pick and plan something. Set yourself a timeline. Say for the next 30 days, we want to do maybe two fun cre recreational activities. And then maybe one of you uh, organize each one of those. So assign someone, say, hey, it's your job to come up with something fun for us to do next Friday night. And then two Fridays from there, maybe it's, uh, you know, you switch roles. So depending on how much you can do, uh, I think the goal is really being intentional and saying, hey, this is the plan. We want to do it. And, you know, even if it's planned, it doesn't mean that that makes it less fun. Well, thank you so much. Fainan Jacobs from Family Life talking about fun and recreation and relationships. And if you'd like to check that out, you can go to the website familylife.nz. We're all familiar with mentoring. It's all about sharing knowledge, skills, and personal experiences to guide another person towards reaching their full potential. It's about investing your time and talents to make a positive difference in the life of another. In a nutshell, it's discipleship at its best. Marriage mentoring is exactly the same, except you're doing it as a couple and you're doing it with a couple. At Family Life, we run an outstanding program to train you to be exceptional marriage mentors. We equip you in the art of asking skillful questions, which then help younger couples grow together and do marriage well. Become a marriage champion for others and register today for our online training at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vayner Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team, and this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training, and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time.